Five Drive. Catch up. It's the Five Drive Heritage Tour driven by Suzuki as we're exploring our South African roots with the Five Drive Heritage Tour driven by Suzuki. And uh, today, just to give you context, as I was mentioning earlier, we came through the back end part of the Eastern Cape, leaving Mtata, coming into now what is Port Shepston. And on the way, we saw a couple of things, one of which is the rebuilding that's now going on as a result of the devastating effects of the floods. And it's just... Hearing that in the news is one thing, but seeing it in real life is a whole other level of sad and, and devastating. And you just can't, you hope that it all gets done, that the rebuilding happens and it happens fast. Because man, it, the effects that have happened here in KZN are uh, are quite heartbreaking. But out in this part of the world, we got to see a number of things. You are surrounded by natural beauty and training colleges. Um, this was a really interesting experience, actually, what we got to go and do today. Yeah, it was really cool. We got to learn about... Um there, well, it was an artisan training institute that we went to and we got to see uh, some students in action actually like they were sitting in like a workshop area busy putting together plugs and things and um, it was just really interesting to learn more about the institute and how it works and why artisan training is important. These are people that have spent their life and time dedicated to one particular set of skills that they then go out in the economy and they do and they make and it's it's really important to put a foot we spent so much time with universities last week and it's really important to think about the other kind of colleges that are out there and this in the middle of gorgeous KZN is what we found. Okay, my name is Debbie Elts um, and I'm the Administrator and Refectory um, Supervisor at the Artisan Training Institute um, KZN. We're based in Oroby Gorge just outside Port Shepston. And we were driving down this road towards Oroby Gorge to um, go and check out some fun activities to do. But we also noticed the sign outside that says Artisan Training Institute. Can you explain what you guys do exactly and why something like that is important to have? Okay, well, um, with the lack of skills at the moment and um, apprentices and apprenticeships, um, we went into a joint venture with a company um, to open up a satellite center in KZN because most of the training institutes are all in the bigger uh, places like Joburg. Um, so yes, what we do is, is we, um, we train apprentices from phase one right through to phase three. It's about a two and a half year apprenticeship that they come and do with us. All the mechanical trades, so we cover um, electrical, fitter, fitter and turner, diesel mechanics, welders, plate boilermakers and millwrights. Um, companies will send their um, learners to us and we will train them in those specific uh, fields. From there they then go to Johannesburg to our head office at ATI in Rudaput and they write their trade test there. We're all born to do different things. And it's awesome to know that there are opportunities out there for those of us that choose a different path in life. I want to get to this next on the show, but just something to plant into your head in the meantime. What do you think is collectively more valuable? Having a set of skills and a diverse set of skills that you can apply to a trade or having a degree in the traditional sense. Think about it. You can start sending voice notes through too, if you like, on 0825505151. We'll get into the meat of that next. Beautiful day out in Port Sheps. Well, kind of. I mean, it's cloudy, but it seems to be that we're following a storm around, so we've made peace with it. But here we are in a substantially warmer part as we get more tropical and more toward uh, the northern territories of the country, out on the east coast, far warmer than it was in Mtata this morning, I can tell you that. And uh, we are spending our time with Debbie Else, who is of the Artisans Training Institute, talking about young South Africans who are getting molded and equipped with skills to put them back into the working economy, largely things that you do with your hands. 
anything I mean you've heard the whole list of things but I thought what we'd actually do is dive a bit deeper into this and get a bit more of a sense of what it is that they're doing here this is good stuff what kind of requirements uh, is needed to to enter here okay at the moment you need an, an N2 um, which you can get from a, a Tibet college uh, they need to have basic maths and science proper maths proper science not lit um, and then they need to do trade theory in their whatever specific trade they want to do as well as engineering drawing so they require the four subjects um, yeah it's a bit difficult to do an apprenticeship without maths and science because it is the knowledge component is is quite difficult the job occupations that you've mentioned uh, do you think there's a shortage in in South Africa for sure definitely we have a big shortage of artisans in our country at the moment I don't want to mention any names but yes um, with the way um, service delivery is going at the moment and um, what we're experiencing a huge huge need for um, artisans definitely can you explain to a five-year-old what it means being an artisan and the different things that you were explaining in terms of what they do mechanical all of that Okay, so to be an artisan or an apprentice, you need to be able to work with your hands. So you need to be able to fix, if a light is broken, to fix the light, change the bulb. Um, and a, uh, a boiler maker does welding, so you need to like fix burglar proofing or something. Um, a diesel mechanic would fix engines on cars or trucks. And um, a fit and turner, they fix pumps and things that you would need to pump water out the ground or whatever. So you basically need to work with your hands, not sitting in front of a computer. It's a physical skill that you need to have. Something really interesting that Debbie said that stuck out for me is the fact that there's a shortage of people that do this in South Africa that are trained to be different kinds of artisans. Because we hear time and time again that we need jobs and maybe this is something worth focusing a bit more on. It actually like makes me wonder because I don't know a lot of my peers who've gone into this industry of you know being artisans and like I wonder if maybe my peers and my friends maybe we don't see it as glamorous enough jobs things that you can post about working with your hands and we all are sold the office dream and work a nine to five and look good in you know the business hub of the city I don't know. Maybe, yeah, thinking differently might be part of the answer. Artisans Training Institute, it's fascinating to just find these hidden gems, these important places on the side of the road. And this is one of the things we wanted to do is put the spotlight on how are we rebuilding? How are we going to fix the problems in our country this year in particular on the Heritage Tour? Five Drive on the Heritage Tour, driven by Suzuki and uh, often at times d- d- prevented from driving by the likes of load shedding. Stage five, we were going on about this yesterday on the show, so I don't want to harp on it too much. But it is like a massive challenge to be able to do what we're doing and then also deal with different schedules because you know normally you're plugged into your thing at home that tells you you know between this hour and that hour you'll be on and off and when you're going between provinces on a daily basis you kind of throw that out right there's no good thing to it but i was wondering in your like office your lifestyle your space your vasty whatever whose responsibility is the wi-fi like making sure that it stays of a good quality because i mean we we're we're without we we can't do anything we get to every hotel where we sort of expect that they're just going to have something that works brilliantly for us but you're dealing with like a billion things let alone the five drive heritage tour do you know what i mean like whose responsibility is the wi-fi who should we pin it on what should, whose problem should it be i think whoever runs whatever sort of organizational setup it is be it the 
a holiday home or like the business because if you're running an establishment you want to make sure that everything performs perfectly so that your patrons are happy so i'm pinning it on whoever runs the organization i'll go let them know and saying <laughs> that you have a holiday place where people need to relax and stay off their phones is not a good excuse mm. <laughs> well to be fair i think no one else here is doing a heritage tour but i hear you i agree it's like they have signs outside businesses now and say don't worry we're not affected by load shedding need be more specific <laughs> <laughs> do you have electricity sure but do you have wi-fi mm. yes or no yeah whoever's in charge i guess um they need to yeah they need to make sure man. needs to try and do something to sort out but Somehow. either which way we're gonna get through this we're gonna get through it together catch up from some of the best moments from the five drive team by going to 5fm's catch up page on the 5fm app or 5fm.co.city